0: I'm going to get a bit
1: emotional well, Your yeah. nan came to see you play, performing in Greece
0: Yeah
1: I feel your nan to be a very Makes me feel quite emotional actually I feel like she was a very emotional person
0: Yeah And
1: I don't know if there was a love of great Yarmouth
0: Yeah Yeah,
1: yeah. Who is John?
0: I oh, don't Would do you
1: understand why I'm feeling depressed yeah, yeah. And Why I feel there's question marks around his passing
0: Yeah
1: He had very dark hair right? Yeah <laughs> Thick dark hair Yeah And you liked him
0: Yeah So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a
2: professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today.
1: This Mother's Day, celebrate the extraordinary women in your life with a heartfelt gift from Blue Nile. Whether it's for your mom, a mother figure, or yourself as a mom, find that perfect piece to express your love and appreciation. Explore Blue Nile's exquisite pearls and mesmerizing
2: gemstones that she's sure to love.
1: Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit BetterHelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P.
0: Thumps, Chris.
1: Hello and welcome to Forever Loved with your host, psychic and medium, Chris Riley. I invite you into my world as I share my story with you being aware of the other side from just the age of eight years old. I've been changing lives ever since with my ability to connect with your loved ones who have passed away and of course bring guidance, clarity and insight into all areas of life and matters of the heart. Join me and special guests where we delve into their stories. You can expect this series to be raw, emotional and eye-opening. Hello and welcome to Forever Loved and if this is your first time listening then a huge welcome to you and just before we get into today's episode I just want to say thank you so much for the outpouring of love um, DMs on Instagram and if you don't already follow me on Instagram it's Chris Reilly Psychic, and you'll find all of my live readings and everything else there. One of the main reasons of me putting the podcast together and as you would have heard me say in the intro is to allow some of you to be able to have personal readings with me. So where well, I'll be inviting some of you, um, from next week, actually. So make sure you stick around. Um, but before I do that, I wanted to get my two best friends, my, I don't know, wing, my wing girls, my honeys, um, my BFFs and these are my friends that work for me and they, um work alongside me and keep everything going when when I'm just so busy. So let's welcome them on. Welcome Courtney and Verity.
0: Hi Chris. Hi everyone. Hi Courtney. This is Verity. Thank you
2: for having me. I'm so excited.
1: You're so welcome. I'm so excited to get you on. I just felt like it was right to I don't know, when I was thinking about what I wanted to do for the second episode, I just felt like it was right to kind of I don't know like let everyone meet you and let everyone meet your team yeah just to let everyone get to know you so I wanted to start with how kind of like how we first met because I know that there's like a bit of a story
2: there is a story it's really yes yeah. it's, it's lovely really actually when you think about it
1: Courtney you've been with me a bit longer than Verity so tell me yeah. and tell everyone like, yeah.
2: I think I've been with you about a year and a half now, haven't I? Yeah, it's been about 18 months. Um, so we literally lived at the time a stone's throw from each other, didn't we? Literally Mm. lived within a stone's throw of you. Um, and I remember, um, I was working from home at the time, like part, um, part-time beautician working from home and I, it, it just wasn't giving me the uh, it just wasn't fulfilling me. I just needed a bit of mm, like, umph, like in my life. And I looked and I, I was just applying for, you know, just a couple of, you know, different jobs here and there, bearing in mind, I've got I had two, jo- I've got two children. So I was looking for, for a job to to fit around my children. And I remember it was a Sunday afternoon. It was at my nan and granddad's house and I was flicking oh. through and I was, I, this job advert come up, PA for Chris Riley psychic. And I thought, I know who Chris Riley is. Like I've heard of him before. Um, and I just applied for it literally then and there. And I, th- and I thought to myself, probably won't really hear anything back. He's probably looking for somebody really professional, you know, like a PA that, you know, sort of has been in that job before. And, um, I think you phoned me the next day. Literally, I think it was the next day. And, um, I remember you, I don't know how, but your caller ID actually come up on my phone, Chris Riley. And I thought, oh my God, like he's phoning me. So I picked up the phone, and you invited me over, and we had a cup of tea, and we had a chat, and you pretty much offered me the job then and there. Um, But I, I think I actually went away, didn't I? At first, and was like, I have got another job interview. Can I get back to you?
1: I know, and I was like, you bitch. no, because you because when I put the job ad out, like bearing in mind you were the first person I've ever ever employed as such, and I suppose. Apart from from employing readers, you know, I've got a huge, amazing team of readers that work for me, but apart from recruiting readers, it's like very different when you're, I suppose, letting someone go in your emails and go in your Instagram. It's more personal, isn't it? Yeah. And I think there's an element of trust. So I suppose Mm. I was a bit like, oh, you know. I was like I need some help and I put this job ad up so yours was the first CV that I opened and at the top said stay at home mum and I thought oh you know like this job's probably perfect stay at home for a stay at home mum has probably you know got the kids in not in the day takes kids to school is free in the day and so on and yeah when I phoned you and I said oh you know where like where do you live and you said and I was like really and you was like yeah, where are you? And I said, Oh, I'm I'm on the new builds on the main road. And you were like, So am I. I live on the other ones. I was like, Are you joking? Literally and then,
2: opposite each other.
1: I know, like we're literally across the road, like two minutes walk. Which is crazy. And yeah, so I just I just needed help. So I was like, Yeah, sure, you know, come come round, like whatever. And you came round and yeah, you was like, Oh no. <laughs> I've, I've like possibly got this other job and you know I might have to just like think about what I want to do and I was like oh wait <laughs> and actually when the phone rang and it was you I actually thought I don't know if I would answer and then yeah Verity like when it's just crazy because when I put you know, we've gone me and Courtney have worked together like a year and a half, and you know, we we're like I think we were like nearly a year in, and every day we're just saying, oh my god, you know. We really we, needed
2: we, help, didn't we?
1: We need someone else. Um and then same similar thing happened with you, and I put the ad out, yeah. and then I get, you know, applications and I'm flicking through. And then you know, I, I thought, oh wow, this girl's got a lot of experience, and you've done. We'll talk about everything in your, you know, everything you, yeah, you've got so much, so many stories to tell. But I just thought, yeah, you know, she she's done a lot, and and when I met you, one of the first things you said to me was, "When's your when's your birthday? Like, <laughs> what's your star sign?" And I was yeah. like, "I'm a Virgo." And you were like, "Oh my god, me too." <laughs> <laughs> And then I was like, mine's mine's the 9th of September. And you were like, yeah, mine's the 10th. I was like, what? That was crazy. I know. And Courtney, I'd already said to Courtney like the day before, and I was like, Courtney, cool, like, you know, do I just do the same as I did with you? Chuck out an advert? Like, do I need to interview loads of people? Like, you know? And Courtney was like, yeah, maybe, like, I think you should interview a few, like, you know? Maybe like don't just meet the first one and then be like yeah, Yeah. but like I I kind of knew when I sat down and like our birthdays and like we're like one day after the other. And do
0: you remember? Um, I remember you ringing me and saying, "Um, just got your application. Um, I've had hundreds come through, but you're the only person I wanted to see or speak to." And I was like, "Oh, perfect!" And then you were like, "Can we meet up?" We met up the next day.
1: Talk we went us. to Starbucks. We went
2: to we?
1: Starbucks. Starbucks. We did. No, but isn't it just crazy how sometimes you meet people and I think that everything is like, I don't know about what you think, you're listening, what you think, and let me know. But, you know, do you think that life is like pre-planned? Do you think that everybody yeah. that we meet, like we're on like a, I don't know, do you think we're on like a, everything's mapped out or not?
0: Yeah, 100%. I think everything happens for a reason. Um, I think you draw different energies to you. You have like six cents, you can read people. Mm-hmm. And I think just from you meeting us guys and mm-hmm. us meeting you, we've all met quite late in our lives. And we just get on yeah. so well. It's like we're family yeah. friends. Yeah. and that We've known each other for years. Mm-hmm. And we work as work team, but also as friends. Yeah.
2: We have we Which have a lovely. really good working relationship, but we also have a really good friendship as well, don't we? And I yeah. think some when I when I say that, obviously I, I work for you, and obviously like you're you, you're my best friend, you're one of my best friends. I only got two. I started working from you, like for you, not as your best friend. Our friendship has grown authentically as I've worked for you, and I love it. I absolutely love it. So I think, and then obviously like when Verity joined, we're now like three little like musketeers and I think we all bounce off each other so well. And I don't think many people, you know, who, you know, business owners and people that run businesses can say that about their staff.
0: I think, no. I think
2: a lot of, yeah.
0: We all work really well together. We understand Mm -hmm. each other. We know how each other works. We had a
2: tight working sort of relationship and I was a little bit, not worried, but concerned about having somebody else join that and then what the dynamics would be. See, we got you.
1: Meriting. She's bringing yeah. the mum energy. <laughs>
0: yeah. Big energy. Big mum <laughs> energy. <laughs> but yeah, no, I think, um, like what you say, it's hard. I was a bit anxious as well going in because I thought oh, there's one other PA, and you know that sometimes yeah, can go exactly. one way or the other. Yeah. Yeah. Especially two girls, because obviously, as you know, in workplaces, it can be very bitchy yeah. and yeah. people cannot be nice.
2: You don't want to, it's like you don't want to go in and tread on somebody else's toes
0: yeah exactly that I was thinking that but luckily it was part-time role yours yeah. was full-time yeah. we do different things so it works well it's not like we're work- taking each other's yeah. workload or taking over from each other.
1: Barry I know that you um obviously as, a, as I said you got like loads of experience and what was your like your background before being a like working for me?
0: So I'm actually from Essex um, but when I was 21 I moved away and I ended up being away for 10 years in total so I didn't come back to Essex till I was 31. Um, I went off to Bristol um, mainly because I was very outgoing, I loved travel, I loved adventure and I didn't enjoy just being stuck in one place. I've always wanted to be free and experience new things. Uh, A couple of my friends had already moved to Bristol, they were studying out there I went out, I went to Bristol, was only supposed to be there like a year, ended up being there seven years. Um, I did study while I was there at the Bristol College. I uh, did accountancy, which is what I've had worked in for many years. Um, and then I got the opportunity to move to Australia, which I lived um, in Australia, mainly Sydney, but I did travel around all of Australia. So Queensland, Cairns, Brisbane, Melbourne. Adelaide. I got to travel to New Zealand, Bali, been to Thailand. So I got to do a lot of traveling, um, which was amazing. And I'd recommend that to anyone when you're young, just get out there and see the world. Now you're
1: the, a PA to a psychic.
0: Yes. Yeah, so to you how see I that be- coming? I know. Well, well I- that
1: is that is a classic thing. Oh, you didn't yeah. see that one coming. No, you got the lottery numbers for me. <laughs> no, I don't. If I got them, I would keep the money and you wouldn't care <laughs> Grand
0: National though this year, you literally oh, must me. Oh,
1: yeah. Kids, I
0: do it every year.
1: Yeah.
0: I've been looking for about five months because I needed part-time from home, which was becoming more difficult. My friend was like, Oh, there's a lot of part time jobs come up where I work working from home. I'll let you know. Anyway, she said, I found a job, it's a bit random, but I think it might be something you might like. Anyway, she sent it through, said Chris Riley's psychic medium part time PA. I was like, "Oh my god, that is like my perfect job." The same as you, Courtney. Um, anyway, I sat on it for a week, so I didn't re- apply for it. Yeah. First. Oh,
1: she hesitated. I hesitated.
0: She's I'm so sorry.
1: Keep them mean, keep keen. So, just like, um, what do I want to ask. I want to ask and sort of let people know what, like, what you girls actually do. And I know that we've got so so many people that are just so loyal to me and they are just amazing and like Courtney especially I know we we, we have a few you know I don't know call call your clients friends um I just feel like that we chat about quite yeah. often yeah. um but yeah like what just sort of like letting everyone know Courtney like what do you actually do
2: what do I actually do um I do a lot <laughs> no so I suppose it's just like a lot of you obviously get a lot of general inquiries
1: before we before we had Verity I was doing a lot of the general mm. like customer inquiries service that were coming in we were I mean so busy like before Before we, before I took Verity on, I was, I was handling like the majority of your, of your inquiries as well as private readings, personal readings.
0: that's a lot.
1: Yeah. Email readings, phone readings, you know, live readings and the live streaming I love to do. And I'm not always on as, I'm not always able to be on as much as I would like to be. Just sometimes I think it's quite hard in life to prioritize your time and divide your time, and I know that probably many of you will resonate with that, where nothing ever really feels in balance. I think there's always something that you feel you know oh, you know i've uh, I mentioned in the last episode I've got five cats and two dogs and a zoo basically, and for me. You know, there's, there's such a routine of, of managing that, looking after myself, going to the, you know, working out, going to the gym, keeping up with my work and everything else. A
2: common misconception with Chris, I find, is because he is very well known and, you know, he is very successful, let's yeah. face it. I think he, th- I think a lot of people think that he has a whole massive team of PAs and people that yeah. do all yeah. this stuff for him. And it isn't, it's just us. It's It's just us and
1: us. Yeah. It's funny because when I was thinking about sort of like questions and things, and that was one of my questions was, what do you think people's kind of, I don't know if this is the right word, like misconception of me is, or, you know, obviously you know me very well, but people that have never met me. Because I think there's a lot of, especially with DMs and messages and, people can be quite horrible people can equally be really lovely and as i say we've got yeah. so so many lovely clients that we we chat about that send i mean you know yeah. last week there's a few a few really lovely people that i've said i'd love to meet you in person and just thank you for for everything for for your you know for your support i've had i've had people donating money towards equipment for the podcast which i would never ask for i'd you know and just like really just so thoughtful and so generous and
0: kind really kind yeah
1: and just so kind but I think you know yeah so I
0: like, but what, we do get a lot of mixed emails yeah. so we get obviously what would,
1: what would you say is people's kind what would you say to someone who hasn't met me like do you think as a person, like what am I like? What am I like to? It sounds funny to talk about myself. Yeah. What am I like to work with? What am I like to to someone that I don't know? I think maybe gets me wrong or assumes something. I think
2: probably mm. people. Obviously, I think as they do, I, I think a lot of people probably assume that you walk around all day walking into supermarkets and giving people random ring ins and
1: yeah.
2: all this and yeah. all that. Mm. Mm.
1: I'm sorry if you think that you like are
2: Like you wrong. literally <laughs> you literally live the most
0: normal life ever. Like you're not showing off. A lot mm. of people show off when they're online. On the,
2: as well, people. on the odd, okay, you know, on the, oh, I say the odd, it happens, it happens quite a lot. You might be out sometimes and people do recognize you and they want, you know, they want to stand and have a conversation with you and, you know, have a photo with you. And every time you walk away and we come away, you're like, oh my God, I still can't believe people recognize me while I'm out. That I think that so, goes to show what kind of a person you are, 100%. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah. I don't think I'd never really kind of understand like I was going through Liverpool street the other day and a lady was shouting my name. I was literally in such a rush for the train and, and she was persistent lover. And I "I just haven't got the time, but I turned around and said hello. And, you know, the first time when I heard her and I was in a complete rush to get to this train, she then shouted like Chris Riley. And I was like, Oh, Mm -hmm. you know, I can't not say hello. And, you know, I think now I, I I kind of deal with people like, approaching me better than I ever have. There's, there was a time a few years ago when I'd get really, I don't know if embarrassed is the right wrong word, or I'd just kind of clam a up awkward, and I'd be like, overwhelmed. hi, you know, thanks for following me, bye. What, what do I say? That's how I used to feel. I think now I di- I deal with it a bit better, but I don't want to be recognized by everyone like I'm happy to be stopped every now and again you know but I do not want to be going out and being stopped by everyone 24 7 I couldn't cope with it I'm writing a book at the moment and you'll you'll hear you'll 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 see it next year it comes out next year and you know we've done other things as well me and Courtney filmed a, a pilot for a tv show And I'm hoping one day that comes out and I'm hoping that that's, oh, I'm I'm manifesting, you know, and I hope that that is all over the TV screens. But you know what? It's not about fame. It's not about being known. And there's this part of me that wants to kind of stay in a shell a little bit. And I suppose, like, how far do I want to put myself out? Because when you do, there's no going back. You know, the people that know who I am know me now. I can't, I can't click a button and undo that and go back and they don't know who I am. So it's part of me that wants to, and it comes from a part of me about wanting to share genuine readings, genuine mediumship, you know. And I know that those of you that join my live streams will really recognize the information and the evidence that I give is normally very specific. You know, to to even a point of like pointing out people's teeth where they've got teeth problems or, you know, back problems in an area of their back or, you know, you, I don't know, kind of thing on the top of my head. But I like the information to be specific and evidential. And that's something that makes me come coming from going more out there in the world is just to share how real this really is. And that's part of doing this podcast as well. And inviting some of you on is just to share how amazing and real it actually is it's not a joke you know it's not a laugh it's actually quite amazing and it changes lives you know and Courtney I know that when when you first came round, the the first I think it was the first day like you came to me and you you sat down and I think this may have this may have been just before I got you a Mac, but you, you came round at mine and sat down. I remember we were working together for, for a few days and I think you'd never had a reading never, before. Never,
2: never, ever had one,
1: no. No. But I can't remember exactly what I said to you now. There was something that I said to you and I just had this feeling there was a lady there or something. I remember giving you a name or something and you was like oh my god that's was it your nan I
2: actually think it was my partner at the time it was his mum yeah so it was um it was still quite raw and the fact that you gave me such specific information I was just like bloody hell
1: I know and we were just working we were just Doing emails and whatever, and I just remember thinking, "There's somebody here." And it's funny because when I meet people for the first time, whether it's in in whatever way, and I've only just met them, sometimes there will be something that comes up, whether it's like, "Oh, there's a man with them, or a lady with them, or there's this, or there's that." And it's funny because in a relationship sense, I've had instances in the past where I've had like a new partner. And we, you know, might not have known each other very long, and we've been going to sleep overnight. And I've been laying there, getting all these things, and it would be about their family that I probably hadn't even met yet. As an example, I think when someone kind of comes into my space that I've never known before, never met before, don't know very well, sometimes there can be things that just come up or. I suppose part of me is like, can I, and I suppose was, was kind of a bit like that with you when, when you'd, you'd only worked for me for like a day and it was your first day and you were with me and we were sitting, we were, we were sitting around the dining room table with about 40 yeah. computers on a dining room yeah. table. Cause it was it like was, that for a while. We, we was, as I say, booked and busy. We was booked and busy. I mean, yeah. So, um, I suppose, I suppose there's part of me that's like, can I say this to this person, or how are they going to take that, or is she just going to like break down? I, think and I did cry. cry or I is she going to be like, <laughs> yeah, you did. And I was like, oh,
2: it takes a lot oh. to make me cry as well. Oh,
1: I'm well, quite. I was <laughs> like,
2: oh shit! <laughs> we don't cry.
1: i Verity, very like, I know you. I think. In the nicest way, you're much more cultured than me and Courtney. You've, as I say, you've got some amazing travel stories, and you've been all around the world pretty much. Yeah, and, thank you. And um, that was one of the first things when I first met you, you were telling me about. And I know that you're so passionate about your travel and everything else. Yeah. But there's, I know that you've had readings before, not from me, but I know mm. that you've, you've, there's somebody you've seen quite regularly before.
0: Yeah.
1: And I think that you had more of um. More of an awareness, mm. like of this space, yeah, and kind of how it works and, and that sort of thing.
0: Yeah, definitely. Yeah, yeah. I've had um, I've had a few readings. I um, used to have one sort of every year, um, but then we obviously had lockdown, and I had Sienna, and I haven't had one since. Um, but it was from the reading that I was told, um, that I'd have a little girl. So at the time, they were saying that I probably wouldn't have any children. So I sort of call her my miracle baby. Um, The medium at the time also told me that there was something wrong and I needed to go to the doctors. And then I was rushed in for an emergency operation. So she... Do you
1: you mind sharing how old you are as well?
0: Yeah, so I'm 42. Mm -hmm. Uh, Just turned 42 in. She doesn't look it
1: at all
2: oh thank you she
1: brings the she brings the mum energy but she does not look
2: she brings the mum energy but we can all still go oh out and mom. have a drink
1: Yeah, <laughs> we can still have fun and I love that 42 um, 42 with my little
0: 29 um, and oh, you'll be 30 this and, year and Chris yeah. is 29 this year
1: I'm 29 now yeah and was you and tell you know? Tell me yes. Tell me no. But was you kind of getting towards forty? And I know you say see any of your girls now four. Was you kind of? And I think maybe some women struggle with this as well. What would you say to somebody? Okay, question one. Yeah. Let's just put this question one. Okay, question okay. one. When you was getting towards forty, was yeah. you? Did you want children?
0: I did. Yeah. You did. I did. Did yeah. you
1: think that you was just never going to have a child?
0: I thought I was never going to. Um, I I knew I didn't want children young because I knew I wanted to live and that just wasn't in my makeup to have children young. I just mm. knew that. Mm. But then when I started getting poorly, so I started getting poorly in my early thirties and it was, be, it was to do with food. So I, I'm it was because I was celiac lactose intolerant, I had all these intolerances, but I didn't know. So my autoimmune, my body was rejecting every nutrient. So I was, really unhealthy. Um, but of course get to your, I'd say I got to my mid thirties. Um, and I'd, I started to think, yeah, maybe, but I'll tell you why I probably thought that originally, because everywhere you go, everyone says, when are you going to get married? When are you going to have children? When are you going to buy a house? Like it's a tick box. They don't say, oh, are you happy? Are you enjoying traveling? Oh, well done. You not just Doing the same as everybody it's cr- else. I've
2: got two children. I'm single. I'm not with anyone. And I still get asked, are you going to have another baby? And I think, yeah. what? Oh, my God. No. Yeah. Why? We wouldn't say to people that
0: are married, and this is, not, this is just an example, or haven't got children, or we wouldn't go, well, why yeah. are you married? I, you know, I'd never get married, or... Why haven't you got children i you know everyone's their own person there is no rule book to say you've got to tickle these boxes um for me
1: i so what would you, what would you say to someone that um is you know may, maybe that sort of age and is maybe thinking i'm never going to have kids what would you say to someone
0: i think if it's meant to be it will um people ask me before would you have ivs ivf would you adopt no i i didn't want a child i i wanted to have a child but i wouldn't have wanted to go down those routes at all those paths i wouldn't have wanted to do it i think if it's if if i i knew there was a reason it wasn't happening um when i tried a bit when i was younger because i was poorly so that was obvious why it was preventing me from it happening
1: yeah
0: Obviously, it happens. That's why I call her miracle baby. Yeah. <laughs> as well as that, um, I had to have my appendix out while I was pregnant. I was. Pregnant you and I, about I, was this, yeah. I was. I was in the early mm. stages, and I'd been. I'd been going to the doctor since I would say when you was pregnant. When I went in the hospital, I was fifteen weeks. When no, I, I was going to say four months. The hospital at seventeen weeks. Um, I was in there for eleven days. And they just, they told me I could lose the baby by having the operation. Hell. So of course I was yeah, pet, course. you know scared. I was you so ill to have that operation. Um, yeah, it was an yeah. emergency appendix out, and apparently it had been rumbling. Because I, I was rushed to hospital a few times in Bristol, and then I'd had problems. Uh, gone to the hospital here, and they'd said there's nothing wrong with me, and. The, the appendix were rotten oh, and like had cancerous cells, precancerous cells oh, wow. so they were bad and I had to have that done in, in an emergency i hadn't been eating i'd been in pain i'd actually gone to the zoo the day before and gone swimming with my appendix no, about God. to uh, and wow. all they said to me was um, it's the baby um they called it so i can't remember what it's called now but it's something where the baby leans um lays on a nerve oh, right, okay. in your tummy yeah, sort of pushing so they said the pain mm-hmm. was caused by that so i assumed yeah. but i knew something wasn't right but i just thought oh my god the medium yeah. that i'd seen that year i think i'd seen her in the october and it all happened so i was um pregnant you know by november and then i had the appendix oh, out wow. in march following year
1: wow yeah.
0: So yeah, um, but yeah, I so, love...
1: So you, I mean, you went to a medium and they, I mean, you it was what, 38 roughly, was you? And they predicted was, you was going to have a baby. I was
0: 36 when I went to the medium. Yeah. And yeah, she said, you're going to have a little girl. She said, I just want to tell you now, and obviously it made me goosebumps. It's given me goosebumps now. Um, she said, oh you're going to have a little girl. And I was like, really? No. Um yeah, I, I I sort of I did believe her because yeah. I believe in her, and yeah. I've I'd seen this uh, lady a few times, and everything she'd said previously had happened. Um, I only ever went to the the medium just to um, I used to see it as like a therapy session yes. more than.
2: So, this is what a lot of I, people I really say. It, it. it is like therapy. It's some yeah. people's choice of therapy, yeah. isn't it? Yeah, it was I like see, I needed I some guidance.
1: Such a so just talking about um touching on you know oh are you gonna get married are you gonna have a child are you gonna this and that There's such yeah. a conditioning mm. for us to think that we shouldn't see a counselor we shouldn't mm. see a therapist we should just get on with it because when I don't know about you two people listening but mm. when I was young I was always told like work hard you've got to go to work to bring the money in and you've got to work your ass off and you have to do this and you have to do that and listen nothing's gonna land in your lap you know um and yeah there's such a, a conditioning I think around um having having a therapist I've done it
0: Mm. I have
1: done it myself you know when I was 10 11 years I would had four to five years of of intense counselling. yeah um and I look back at that now and I don't know if it helped me or not at the time it must have must have done yeah I I had to go every week and over over the years I've occasionally dipped in and out of of and more so as you say sometimes it's about just releasing yeah, and I've always found within me that there's, and I touched on this last week within me about you know charging people and working for free, and and I, I spoke about that in the last episode. But for me, with regards to um feeling as so though I suppose you you pay somebody to go and talk and see them, in, but they're they're paid for your time, so you don't feel a sense of of. Mm. Like you're burdening them, I suppose, because they are paid to listen to you and they are paid to help you.: Exactly that, yeah, and it, do you know what? if people If people want to go and see a media and that is their way of healing, then mm. leave them to it.
0: Yeah, 100%. it is
1: absolutely you know what's that what's that saying? Something like, "What you don't know is none of your business is none of your business, what someone else does, you don't yeah. always have to comment. On other people's, especially when it comes to healing and grief, you
0: yeah, know. And I, 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 none I say of their business.
1: Quite, I say this quite a lot, and I I don't care if you don't believe in what I do. I don't care if you don't believe in mediums, if you don't believe in psychics. But do not slate my work without trying it. The same as a counselor, the same as a therapist. You know, you can't say therapy doesn't work if you've never had it. You can't say counselling doesn't work if you've never tried it, you know. So I do feel that sometimes within readings, it is all about what that person brings almost to that reading, the energy that comes with them, I suppose, where they're at in their life, you know. And I think that, well, I know that every reading is completely different in, in, in so many ways. but. There's that if it's if it's therapy, then let it be therapy. 100%. And there's nothing that wrong with that.
2: It's 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 so different for everybody. Everybody has um different ways of dealing with everything, don't
1: they? I feel like there should be more free will oh, in the world mm. and not and not so much judgment.
2: So much judgment. Yeah, I have been judged so much in the last I'd say maybe six to nine months, because I've made a lot of changes in my life. Mm-hmm. A lot of changes mm-hmm. in my life, and I have been judged so much for making decisions that make me happy. And people mm-hmm. yeah. love to do that. People lo- mm-hmm. I yeah. love this quote, right? I love this quote, mm-hmm. and it comes up quite a lot. People like to see you do well, but people don't like you to,
1: to do better than them. Excellent. Better than them, honey. Yeah. Well, get used to it, to it darling, because Chris <laughs> Riley's in the building. <laughs>
2: And I just think if it makes, if something makes you feel good.
1: I've got a competition and it should never be a competition. So
2: many people are in competition with each other nowadays and I just don't understand why.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And it's the same within, within the psychic, you know, call it space, call it what you want. And, um, you know, and I've had my own fair share in the past of, um, you know, other mediums that have tried to destroy me. I mean, and when I say destroy me, I mean solicitors, barristers going to court destroy me. Gosh. I don't I don't say it lightly at all. Um, so I suppose within anything, there is going to always be, call it red eye. I'm loving this red eye phrase I've got going on at the moment, red eye. It's just so true. It's just so, you know, um, unfortunately some people live in that mindset. And I know Maybe that I touched on manifestation earlier and um in a few weeks I have invited someone on who's a manifestation coach. So I'm really excited to for that episode. But I I don't know about you girls, but I'm really, you know, believer in manifestation and being able to your I know this sounds probably quite sort of cliche, but your thoughts create your reality. I think that your thoughts are so Impactful on your life. Yeah. Um, Thoughts are things, aren't they? They Which are powerful.
2: If you they wake are. up in the morning and you think, I'm going to have a really crap day. Yeah, you're going to have a crap day.
1: I feel like I've manifested quite a lot in my life, just really, really, I think, focusing on things that I. And it's not all about what you want. And it doesn't have to be. I think something that comes up quite a lot, especially when we sort of touched upon people that judge especially in my in my life, is people that judge me for what I have. And and I said this to someone yesterday actually, I would throw it all away. Whether it's a nice car, whether it's a house, whether it's a I don't know, a nice watch or a a new phone or, you know, I, I would throw away all that stuff. Number one, to get rid of jealousy and and you know, call it people that are begrudging. Mm. Um and I'll come to more of that in a minute. Um and I did say I would talk with no filters. And two, I suppose, is to have more of a loving family. Yeah. For me, I would I would take away all of yeah. those material things just to have a supportive as much as I've got you to you girls and amazing friends. I would take that, that and and um, to have an amazing family around me, which unfortunately I don't have. I think that, and I touched upon this last week, that I've come to terms with a lot this last few years. And, and we talk about manifestation and really it's just about what you desire. And it doesn't have to be money. Or if it, you know, money's not greed. Money's not greedy. Again, something that we are... Conditioned when we're little. And sometimes our parents think that they're being helpful. And unfortunately, they're not always through the things that they tell us. And I'll give you an example. You know, my granddaddy, I mentioned him last week, he was, he was amazing. And he used to say to me all the time when I was young, Don't get old, stay young. And I'd say, Why? He'd say, Well, you know, life goes quick. And I'd see him again and he'd say, every time without fail, don't get old, stay young. I never understood. But you know what that's done? That's given me a fear of getting old. One size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes. Nice dress. Uh, it's a, it's a t-shirt.
2: Until you tried it on. Same goes for your health
1: You yeah, he's given, okay. given me, yeah, yeah. I've I've worked on it because mm-hmm. I acknowledged it that it was mm-hmm. within I had it and it was mm-hmm. it was there. Like I had this fear of aging or getting old or a fear. I've probably got a fear of mm-hmm. death as well.
0: Yeah,
1: it's not it's not a fear of, and it sounds so ironic because I'm a medium. Like, come on, like why would you be afraid of death? But I think. That's probably come from something I was told. And there's a really, a quote that I heard recently that just really sits right. And I think it will with a lot of people. And it's no disrespect to people that have children or are parents or anything. But, but your child is not yours. Your child comes through you. Your
2: Absolutely. child is not
1: yours to, to mm. shape, to create, to you know, yes, you can, you can teach your child and your children what you like. But when it comes to things, sometimes I think it's just important to think about what you've learned in your life and what you've had to work through and what you've realized. You know, I realized that my granddad saying that to me was not helpful. He thought he was helpful and I suppose yeah. if I ever have children, I would need to think to, my, think to myself, mm. you know, is this helpful to the child? Yeah. Is this going to make them feel like they have to work every single day to get money? Is this going to make them feel like they can't, as we, we mentioned as well, you know, feeling feeling shame, ashamed yeah. of having a counsellor, ashamed of having a therapist, all this and that and the other. So sometimes I think it's just about being more mindful of what we say to others and the yeah. the message behind it and how it can make that person truly feel. And yeah. Courtney, I know that you touched on some of the things you you've been through in the last year or so, and we've. What's really lovely is, is I know that you know I I know I've. I've shown you I think I've shown well, I'd like to say I've shown you a lot of support oh gosh, through what yeah. you've through in, your life in the last year or so that, that I've known you um and yeah if you if you don't mind sharing I know you you mentioned about where you kind of I think almost it's like what's what's the saying comes out of the woodwork like I wanted to say snakes out of the woodwork but that's not right oh, I don't know like, what you mean. What is, like, like people out. come out people show colors. their true colours yeah.
2: that's, yeah. yeah. that's what happens that's what happens when you start saying no and when you start having mm. um, a little bit of oomph about how you I don't know like how you go about life and I just got to a point I made some changes in my life so basically for me I was with my ex-partner uh-huh. for nearly oh, oh, six years got two beautiful children uh-huh. he's great like, n- not haven't got a bad mm-hmm. word to say about him. He's the best dad in the world. He was in a very mm-hmm. dead relationship. And that's just what mm-hmm. it was. Do you know what I mean? You know, and mm-hmm. I just wasn't happy. So I decided to leave. I sat on it for a very long time. Mm-hmm. Don't get me wrong. I had two young children. We I talked know. about it. And I sat on it mm-hmm. for a very, very long time. So long story short, I decided mm-hmm. to leave. Obviously, I was working for you. So obviously, I, you know, I was, you know, I was earning my own money. I was only working sort of part-time-ish. Well, I say part-time-ish. I I wasn't working as many hours, obviously, what I do now. Um, But I went from basically being a kept woman, let's put it like that. I basically went from being a kept woman to what I am now, like fully independent. I pay my own bills on time every month. I have my two children, to be fair, me me and my ex-partner. You know, we we share the children 50-50. I wouldn't describe myself as a single mum. Because oh. we do share the children 50-50. Yeah, but,
1: yeah you've got a lot of you know. And there then and... I
2: started to, I found, I found myself you... as a person again. Oh. Um, you know, I, I've changed my appearance a little bit, if if, if, if you like. I changed the way I dress a little bit. Um, mm-hmm. And I, I've i been judged by the people closest to me um, because maybe they don't think that my decision was right because I maybe should have just shut up and just been a kept woman. really inside I wasn't very happy and it's it's a little bit like why why would you not why would you why would you do that why would you not just stay you know why because a lot of people do don't
1: they? yeah but where where does that come from conditioning
0: yeah you are told when
1: you're young yeah. You should meet someone, you should stay exactly. with them, you should have children with them, you should no. never leave them. Exactly. You know? Never. If you're married to them, you mm-hmm. should never leave them. You should be with them till yeah. the day that they die in sickness and in yeah. health and everything else. Mm. So again, it's it's from it's almost from the beliefs that they have formed yeah. themselves. And if them beliefs are not mm-hmm. your beliefs, that is absolutely mm-hmm. okay. You know, I I'm the same. Like people would say, "Oh, why don't you talk to your dad? Why don't you yeah. talk to your mom? Yeah. Why don't you?" Yeah. Do you know what? I am mm-hmm. my own person. If someone is not good for me, Absolutely. I will walk away. And I, um, you know, and I said this last week. I'm at a point in my life where I can say with my hand on my heart, I'm a good person. I was going <laughs> to swear then, but no swearing right now. But I'm a good person. <laughs> do not and swear. No, you might like me you might not like me you might relate to me you might not relate to me but I know that I've got good heart and that in in my mind is all that matters that
2: you find as well
1: so if someone is not if someone is not happy for you putting yourself first in a situation that you are not happy in and let's just put it straight like and I know that some of you listening might, you know, DM me anytime we can chat, I'll try and get back to as many messages as I can. And the girls are on the emails too, you know, send us your thoughts and your comments and whatever you like. Okay. Let me know you, your thoughts on this, this whole, this whole episode so far. But so yeah, if basically, you know, if, if you want to do, if they're not happy for you in a situation where you was in a relationship, but you've got an amazing partner that's great with your children and he's an amazing dad. But you wasn't happy. And someone is not happy for you, pulling away from something that at the end of the day would have drove you probably into mental health issues or depression. Mm. You know, you you, you found a, a job that you in en- you're in you enjoy, you've become more you
0: People can't mm. make you happy. Only you can exactly. make yourself happy, which is what exactly. you're doing. Mm-hmm. Which will be good for you. It'll be good for your children, and it's good for any future exactly. like relationship. I've always been you might such a pushover
2: to. as well. People yeah. have walked over me, yeah, and, and like, constantly, yeah. For, for years and years. And I'm, I'm working on that now. I'm still working on it, but yeah. I, I'm getting better. I'm getting better, and like mm-hmm. cut relationships, um, mm-hmm.
1: just like that, yeah.
2: you know, if, yeah. because I just think you're. Pissing about with my inner peace. So go away.
1: Yeah, and yeah. It, it's, it's yeah. We have stop and on the end. Wow. So you
2: need calm yeah. and peace. And since I've cut life. those people off out of my life, yeah,
0: How I feel much amazing. Do you feel?
2: Honestly, I feel amazing. Yeah. And
0: oh, you look amazing.
1: And so, and so do I too. No, <laughs> and I feel, so do you, Chris. You look Thank you, handsome. darling. Yeah, no, I feel. Um, yeah, yeah, I feel at peace and I feel yeah. grateful and I feel yeah. calm in myself and yeah. happy in my own skin. Yeah. And I think that sometimes as well it's just about, you know, to anyone listening that is is stuck in a – and I know that many of you will resonate with being stuck in a relationship that is, you know, some of the, the stories I've heard along the years and the people I speak to, I know of you will resonate.
2: Yeah.
1: But when you respect yourself
2: Things change big time. Things change.
1: When you start and not listen, it's not just what you see from your from the outside, sometimes it's within. Yeah. And it's like a whole it's like your energy can change when you respect you. And trust me, I know it's easier said than done. I actually met up with a friend
2: not that long ago that I hadn't seen with for quite a while. And she said to me, She was like, Oh my god, Courtney, she was like you look so happy. She's like, you look like you're oh. like doing so well. She doesn't know Being, how you're feeling inside. Yeah, but she could see it, and you, yeah. Like, actually, if I wasn't actually be, feeling okay on yeah, in the inside. Like, that would have been a moment for me to be like, not okay. I actually thought to myself, yeah, exactly you're just really happy, and I'm glad that other people can see that, and that obviously pains other people. Yeah, but it is what it is. Yeah, people because don't because
1: like. See you happy. Because they are unhappy in themselves. Exactly that. When someone shines bright, unfortunately, it reveals quite a lot.
0: Yeah.
1: And I think, as well, going back to what I was saying earlier on about, you know, jealousy and and kind of begrudging and people that are very focused on material things. And as you know, Courtney, as you've shared, and thank you for sharing that, you know, and being so open. That's the other thing about you as well is that you've become really yeah. more open now about things, not hiding things away. You've got no need to hide anything away. But there's, you know, within my life, especially with relationships, by the way, if you can hear birds outside, we've had to open the doors because it is it is the hottest day.
0: I know it's, if it's a heat I wave in
1: October. It's a heat wave <laughs> in October, honey. I don't know if it's the hot day. This year or then? I don't know whatever.
0: It feels like the it doesn't get out. It feels like it
2: like, Some like of barbecue vibes.
0: Cosmo, why? need a nice glass. seven block.
1: so yeah, and I, I've, you know, I've really struggled with that. I've really struggled with relationships where people just I, th- I think it's great and I, I, I give them my all and I'm the kind of person when it comes to things like money and stuff, I just give, I don't, I really do not care. Like if I've got it, you can have it, you know, um, if I've got it, I, if I've got it, you can have it. If, 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 if you are somebody that I care about and I love, you can have whatever I've got. Like, I'm not a a greedy person, I'm not a selfish person, and I don't hold things against people. I don't hold things against people either. I'm not the sort of person that would buy you a gift and then say to you, oh, I bought you that. No. Honey, no. And no, especially with regards to relationships. So if you are in a relationship where somebody's using things against you, let's just give one word here, narcissists. Okay. No, I think sometimes met many of those. (laughs) We have we have. And I'm not perfect, absolutely far from we all know narcissist and narcissist, right? But like I say, I'm not perfect. I hope your hands up in the air if I'm wrong. But unfortunately not everyone does, unfortunately not everyone is kind of wired that way. But as I say, I will give give and give and give and give and give, give my all in every sense. And unfortunately, I am single now, but I don't think it's an unfortunately because I walked away from something that I wasn't happy in. And I felt as though I was, I mean, I was told like in in this person's own words that they were jealous of me and I cannot be in a relationship or a situation that is emotionally involved where someone is jealous of me when I've given them so much. So, and listen, I was literally just, and this has all happened in the last uh, six months, but I was, I mean, you know, I was just about to book a holiday abroad with, you know, business class or first class flights and as a surprise and thank God I did, you know. But I just walked away because I wasn't happy and sometimes it's hard to walk away from something. But when, as I say, when you do respect yourself, the ones that don't respect you will be gone and you will find people that respect you. When you, your mind is grateful, of your mind appreciates your self-worth and you don't settle, that is exactly the energy and the people that you will attract. So we had quite a few questions coming through Instagram and thank you so much to those of you that have sent them in and please do, as I say, drop me a message and share you know your questions and your comments and stuff I, I love to would love to hear from you um someone asked an interesting question and they said can you talk about being friend zoned and how do I get out of it and I'm just loving the faces the girls are but... putting now. am Verity's <laughs> like Verity's like um Courtney uh, uh-huh. you can talk about this one Courtney's like um, And I just saw her lips dating and she's like, I don't know if I can um, talk much about things, but um, it's
0: like days I about ghosting. ghosting. Oh. Ghost? I know ghosting
1: <laughs> and zombie, but what's Ghosting that? and zombies. <laughs> what? Ghosting. and oh, zombies are very I love this. ghosting, like where someone will like just disappear. <laughs> yeah,
2: ghost. Oh, we
1: love you. Friend
2: zoning is like <laughs> when you put someone in the friend zone Indeed. like someone that like might really fancy you and you're like I oh, don't like it like, and you're like you've got the friend zone oh, the person. Okay. I'm learning you something new. Really friend zoned so many guys over the years without even knowing. I reckon you have.
0: Hundred percent. And I've yeah, I won't go are going to those what stories, but yeah.
1: Or maybe for another day, but or I suppose being in a situation where you feel I don't know, maybe if somebody's giving mixed signals or, um, I'm not sure what the, what the kind of intention was behind this question, but, um, if someone's got like mixed signals or is, is hung cold or not committing to you or something is going on and on, my, my advice would be if you are not happy, then what are you doing? That would be my question to you. Yeah. If you've been owned by someone, shall we say, and you are staying in that situation, and that is not, you know, think about the pros and the cons. What is it bringing me? Was it not? What is it bringing me that's good? And was it bringing me that's bad? And if there's not enough uh, goods over the bads, then no, then it's time to yeah, walk away. Yeah,
2: that is literally what you would say.
1: <laughs> yeah, there we go. I answer them both. <laughs> and also let's talk let's talk celebs so who there was another question as well um we, got, we kind of got two questions around this so one one person was asking for me who's been like really lovely to read for us in celebrity and talk about ghosting <laughs> how 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 many filters are we taking away here um Let's just say there was somebody recently on um, MTV, um, not Geordie Shore, Jersey Shore. Oh, Jersey
2: Shore. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. There was someone on Jersey Shore and she had a reading for an hour. And this was actually when I was in New York and I was in New York and there was a time different, no, it, I'm sorry, it was in LA, sorry. I've been to New York for a few years, LA. It was about two months ago or something. And it was like you know eight hours time difference to the UK. I was tired, and I sat up. I was in bed doing this reading on the phone, and it was amazing. Like it was a great reading. I have some where I come with the phone occasionally. I think that was all right. And there's some where I come with the phone. It's like wow, you know. And I said to this girl, I said, "You're gonna have." I said, "Can I some, something personal?" Yeah, sure. I said you, I can see like you've got to have a breast operation. She went, yeah, tomorrow. I said, and your right side of your breast is is like falling down, like it's coming away. She said, yeah, I've got like implants in either side and the right side is like completely almost falling through. I'm going tomorrow to have surgery. The reading was amazing, but what did the girl do? Ghosted me, honey. Completely ghosted. Took an hour of my time, didn't pay for it didn't reply to me, hasn't replied to me for about eight weeks. And I just, entitled is the word, but also that is on you. That is your karma. Because listen, people that do things like that to me, they take advantage of me. They take advantage of people. I always just say to spirit, sort that out. So talking about lovely celebs, I love the GC i got to say, love I love Jesus, Gemma. Imaging, I, I do. Imaging, and please. Gemma messaged me the other day and she said, I'm so, I'm so proud of you. You know, and she sent me like a hundred love hearts. And I just, she's, she's very hard to pin down is Gemma. She's got a very, very busy life. Um, but I love her. And I think that when I, when I, when I met with her a few months back and I went over hers for the day and I did a reading for her and whatever else. It was quite a few people that messaged me and was like, what's she really like? You know, is she not a bitch? No, she's not a bitch at all. She's got a heart of gold. She does. She also does so much for like charity and for the animals and she shares so many small businesses. She had a reading from me and I did not even have to say to her, Gemma, would you mind doing the post? She got her phone. She took the photo. She did the story. She posted the story. She put the post up. There was no grief about it. But you can read for somebody else who completely takes the mic, basically. But at the moment, no. Other than the one, other than the one that uh, of Jersey Shore. Um, I'm sure you all know if you know that show I'm talking about, but other than that person. Generally, celebrity wise, number one, never had any issues. And two, I love Gemma. GC. GC. I want want the GC on the pod. And she has, she did come back to me last week and was like, yes, I'm coming on the podcast. But she's very hard to pin down. So everybody out there, go and drop Gemma a comment. We want you on Chris Riley's podcast. And I said to her, you can bring your mum or you can bring your friend. or." And her mum, bless her mum, she was in hospital a few weeks ago. And I can say this because she shared it on her Instagram and mum was very poorly. And I said to her, Gemma, I said, your mum will come out on Sunday. I said, please don't worry. And she did. Mum came home on the Sunday. She was like, oh my God, Chris, I need to get you round. And this is probably where I picked up the honey from. She's like, Chris, honey, I need to get you around, you know. And yeah, we just love the GC. I want her on here. I want you all to give her a message and leave her a comment. Girls, random question for you now. If you could have dinner with any three people, they're dead or alive, who and why? Do you know what? I
2: was thinking about this earlier. So... Mm. This will probably be a bit like, what the hell? Like, really? I would love to sit down and have Mm -hmm. dinner with Kim Kardashian. Because
1: (laughs) that woman,
2: I mean, we all know how she got started. That's like, whatever. Everyone has their own opinions on that. But she is a boss businesswoman.
1: Yeah. And so is...
2: Yeah. uh, Yeah. Okay. So I would probably love to sit down Mm -hmm. and have like a boss... Meet in dinner with Kim and Chris because I'll be like, "Tell me your secrets. Tell me how you do it. Like, mm-hmm. and I love it." um mm-hmm. And then I, was, mm-hmm. Kim K, so Chris one, Kim K. I do that too. And then maybe number three, I don't know. I want to say like somebody really old and like wise, but I can't think of anyone. <laughs> Does that make sense? <laughs> Einstein? No, he's Einstein. boring. I'm not really bothered about him. You know, like... David Attenborough? No, I, maybe, okay, I no, know, actually, help. this is a good one. Okay, so I would like to go back um, along my, like, family line on my dad's side, maybe, like, a couple of hundred years, and maybe go back and have dinner with, like, great, 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 great grandparents or something. And just, yeah, and just, yeah, yeah just that. see how, like, what, like, yeah, just talk really about, like, life and how different life is and stuff. And that's yeah. Love so, done. Yeah. Well done.
0: I like that.
1: So, go on, priority. so percent
0: yeah. I, I was thinking about this earlier as well. Um, but being what this is, the podcast about, I thought of dead people. Okay. So, number one. Um, I thought Michael about Jackson. that earlier. Oh. Yes, I oh, love that. him, loved him, still love him, still sad I mean, like, he's teach gone. Teach me how to dance. Yeah, teach me how to dance, you know, talk to him. I was like, going
1: to jump into thrill. Oh,
0: um he I went to one of his concerts when I was very young and I've got my mum and dad have got footage of me when I'm about two Aww. saying I love Mr. Jackson. Aww. So I think been laughed Mr. Jackson at two and I've got the bad album Aww. in my hand. Obviously a lot happened to him later in life, but I believe him and I just think he was um a man, yeah a, a child in a man's body he? and he was misunderstood and I it was just Yeah, he had an awful childhood. I've read a lot of his books. I know a lot about him, but I'd love to just sit with him and say, Michael, tell me about you. Let's go to the park. You know, the rides. So yeah, Michael Jackson as a celebrity. um, The other person, um, non-celebrity would be my nan. Um, that I loved so much. I spent a lot of time with her when she was when her my granddad died. Yeah. And I just love her to come back and tell her about my yeah. life, get her to meet Sienna. Well, yeah. I'm gonna get her emotional. Meet Sienna and she would have been there for me through all my tough times. Um yeah. and I really feel she would have like, you know, when I had nowhere to live, when I was struggling, when I was, you know, had breakup, fallout when my mum and dad broke up, that she would have been there. Mm. And I miss her and yeah. So that's number two. Number three was hard, but I've had I'll have to go over the person I was gonna go for for someone I fancied, then I was gonna go for somebody that I love. Um I've got pictures of them on the wall and stuff Marilyn Monroe, but I'm actually gonna go for Judy Garland. Oh, because cool. I've watched Yeah I love The Wizard of Oz, obviously. Everyone yeah. does. But her voice is amazing, and I watched um Judy the other night, I've seen that a few times about her life. I would love to speak to her because Everyone wanted her when she was young and gorgeous and giving drugs and drink. And then they almost just got Practical. rid of her. Mm-hmm. You know, no one looked out for her when she was, she was 50. She died at 49. No, who was there to look out for her? Why would there nobody
2: mm-hmm.
0: befriending her and going, you've done so well all your life. Mm-hmm. You've been used, you've been abused, but yeah. now we're here for you.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah,
0: Everyone turned their back on her and I just love you know, speak to her. I
2: love those. Again, yeah, because yeah. I'm really emotional. What about you,
1: Chris? Who would goosebumps. you, who would you so want, so to, want to have dinner with? Uh, cocktails. Yeah. Uh, Chris, No, number Beyonce, one. Who obviously. am I going to say? Yeah. Beyonce. Of course, Beyonce. I love Beyonce. I'm obsessed. No, Beyonce. Beyonce, I love you. If you ever come across this for, <laughs> I don't know, in a million years, you're not going to, but I love you. Um, so much that I had, like, um, no. I mean, me and Courtney went to uh, see you in London, but like I'm talking to you as though so you're here and you're not. Um, I'm talking to your spirit. Um, and we went a second night because I'm just so obsessed. And I bought three tickets and the three tickets that I could get were at the back. And basically I then ended up buying another mm-hmm. three tickets for the same night. So in all the I think I spent about two yeah. and a half K. So I love you. That's number Ooh. one. Number two... I suppose would have to be like my nan and granddad.
0: Ah, uh, yeah. I'd say like
1: my, would be my, my, well really I didn't, to be honest with you, I didn't meet my dad's mum. The granddad I often talk about is not on here is, I spoke about here is my dad's dad, but I didn't meet my dad's mum. She died before I was born. She had a brain hemorrhage. At the age of 50, she went to bed one night and had a brain hemorrhage and basically didn't wake up. Um, I never got to meet her. And I suppose with my granddad my life now is so different he passed away when I was seven, 16 17 even things like driving you know he didn't yeah he wasn't here to see me pass my driving test. he mm. didn't see me buy my first car you know and I, I passed and straight away I was very my I, my life I've not been lucky someone said to me once um Actually, my mum did, said to me a few years ago, oh, you know, you've been very lucky. I said, take my, my name away from the word luck. My life has not been luck. Uh, I passed my test and the next day, literally the next day, I was like, oh my God, I have to get a car. So I went to get a course, and I was very not did lucky. Did you go for the McDonald's drive grateful after
2: you passed your test? Everyone
1: does that. I can't really remember, but I know that when I got home, I scraped <laughs> the car door in the garage.
0: Um, a brand new did. car. Do you know what? I had a c- Corsa for my first car and it was brand new and I scraped the alloys the first day. Oh,
1: yeah, I scraped
0: the door the
1: first <laughs> day. I it. Pretty fuming, but it is what it is. And then number three, as you were talking about Judy Garland and thought, talking about drink, and yeah, you know about drink? Yeah. Yeah. Um, Amy yeah. Winehouse.
0: I was going to say Amy
1: Winehouse, yeah.
0: but I didn't because I Because had- incredible
1: artist, incredible... Yeah. I think She was very misunderstood. Yeah. Um. I'm actually
0: going to Camden on Saturday to oh, see. Oh, is there a statue in Camden?
1: Wow. I didn't
0: know that. Yeah, I'm going to go to all the vintage um, yeah. shops and go to all the pubs she sang in. Yeah, me and my fr- friend, we yeah. always do like a birthday thing. Um, yeah. Hers is November, mine's Not September. October. So we do like something in October. And we're like, Amy Winehouse statue, Camden, Camden. That's just the daytime. But yeah, the Chris, that was one of mine, but I had to go with MJ.
1: Hi, oh, Michael. <laughs> <It's all right. laughs> um, and I know I touched on, uh, well, I mentioned just now about we were fiance and it was amazing. It was like, yeah, I'm real. Um, I think it's been like six months and I'm still listening to all the songs like it was yesterday. Um, and I took my cousin the first night for her birthday. And. um... If you're listening to this, Abby, hello, I love you. Um, and which ties into another question that I had um, on Instagram, which was about predictions. You know, like, are you always right? And there are times when you're right, when you're wrong, and has there been anything, like, that's kind of blown you away? And yeah, like, predictions do. Of course, they, they blow my mind. And um, and Abby would tell you the same story. Um, my, so is my cousin. and. Um, she, I'm talking about you, you're probably going to listen, but okay. Um, so both, uh, Abby's pregnant. She's had, had her second baby in December. So not, not long to go at all. And her first baby, Coralie, who is the most beautiful girl, um, the blondest hair, the most beautiful blue eyes. And I think it was just a few months, well, it, uh, just before Abby sort of got pregnant, I, I knew, like, before she did, before she did, before her partner did. And I said, you know, as, as you know, the pregnancy went along, I said to Abby, I'm just sure it's a girl. I'm absolutely 100% sure it's a girl. And I can see really blonde hair and really blue eyes. And I think she's going to be seven and a half in weight. And what happens? She's seven and she was born seven and a half in weight. She had a baby in December, which I told it would be December as well. And yeah, Coralie's got the blondest hair and the, the most amazing blue eyes. And um, earlier this year, um, um, I'm in the shower in the morning and I've not been up for very long. And sometimes things come to me in the morning, which I'm tired, or so the morning I'm waking up or going to bed every night. And something kept saying to me Abby's pregnant Abby's pregnant thought, oh stop you know what now and um yeah I, I said to her and she
2: did you, you know, ask she her? was pregnant
1: you you and I, I knew did and you have- yeah she's like Do you know what? I don't feel very well and she went and did a test and came back pregnant and yeah she's having a second baby in December and I'm, I'm sure it's vibes. a boy Now this is very special because you are about to witness the first personal reading on Forever Love and Verity has very kindly brought me a photo of someone that she's lost and you're just about to hear a moment away. Listen, if you would like the opportunity to have a personal reading and be a guest on this podcast, then send me a text on WhatsApp to plus four four seven nine five one seven three eight two six one. The number and all the details should be below in the description, so I hope you enjoy. And just to confirm to everybody, I don't know any of this I'm going to, I don't know anything about your nan no. or your family. I've not I've not met any of your family, you've never you never shared anything with me and I've never read for you. No, never
0: um,
1: if I am mum mum's side or dad's side of the family, then I know that there has been and I say this respectfully, within your parents, I don't know if your nan was closer than your parents at some point in your life. Yeah. Yeah? Yeah. Something is taking me back to almost when you were like 11 to 13, 11 to 14. Yeah. And something makes me feel, as I want to say about someone disappearing, going. If it was your dad, I don't know why I want to talk about somebody going away, not being around or not being there. Because your nan's instantly making me feel as though there's some things that even at you're in your life now and you having your own child I think there's some things that you're worried about that have come from your own family of things that happened to you yeah. as a child. Does that make sense to say? Yeah. Your nan had a condition, where that condition was not diagnosed for quite some time where I was not quite aware of really what was happening to me or what was going on. Does mm-hmm. that make sense? Yeah. And would you know as well where your nan refused to have medical support, medication? You understand too, because she just makes me feel... Very, very difficult. I was quite difficult. She makes me feel as though um, I was quite difficult, um, and it made things hard for the family. But I do feel that your nan was so afraid of being around people that she wasn't related to, and I do also feel as well and I'm talking about that in a health con- in a health context. Yeah. But I do feel as though she was in hospital.
0: Yes. She and was. I do
1: feel as though she really makes the point of highlighting to me how bad her feet were. Yeah. I don't know why she's talking to me about having three people with her. If when she passed there were three people in the room.
0: Yeah, um, yeah, that's right. That's
1: correct. And I just feel like you wasn't there but you should have been. She idolized you. Yeah. Do you remember when you were a child doing a play of Greece? Or your yeah. nan came to see you play performing in Greece?
0: Yeah. Yeah, Yeah. (laughs)
1: because she's mentioning that to me. She just wants to say to you, tell her, I remember, I I saw her play Grace.
0: Oh my God, yeah.
1: But do you know what? You you (laughs) closed off quite a lot. You was quite a mysterious child. You was very into things you liked to explore and you, you know, you'd be the child in the playground that was sitting looking at worms in the ground. You wouldn't be the child that was like creating chaos no you had like a mind where you would wander off and and yeah. you know you've always been that
2: way yeah
1: and I think there's part of you that could perform or could sing or could dance or could be because she wants to say to you that you closed off quite a few things when you were a child because you didn't believe in yourself enough
0: that's true who is John oh don't um um so that's um an ex-partner right yeah, he passed quite when I was quite young. When he was quite young.
1: Okay, would you understand if I said he had quite bad depression?
0: Yep. And yeah, and would he, he would did. you
1: understand why I'm feeling depressed yeah, yeah. and why I feel there's question marks around his passing? Yeah, and and when he passed, I feel like it was not written down as he passed. You know, in an, in in a normal circumstance, someone passes of a condition. It's wrote down on the paper what happened with him. It wasn't like that. No. It was left like an empty box. Mm. He had very dark hair, right? <laughs> hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. This Mother's Day, treat mom to healthy, glowing skin with Osea's limited-edition skincare sets. Osea has been making clean, seaweed-infused products for nearly 30 years. Their advanced eye care duo brightens and firms skin around your eyes, while the Golden Glow Body Trio nourishes and smooths skin all
2: over. Go to OSEAMalibu.com and use code MOM for 10% off
1: your first order site-wide. Thick, dark hair. Yeah. And you liked him. Yeah. But I feel like you... He did not deal with confrontation well no you've learned patience yeah in relationships yeah so something now that would make you kick off something now that when you were younger you would kick off at something whereas now
0: yeah
1: you would be much more calm about it deal with it better talk better and that sort of thing yeah I don't know if it was this was at a time when you were traveling or you was away or something but there was a distance between you yeah there was an issue about living too far apart yeah because you back then you if you was with someone in a relationship you had to be with that person all the time or more so than you would now so yeah. now you're like, I don't need to be with you. You could live a few hours away. That's yeah. great. That suits I, yeah. my lifestyle. Yeah, definitely. But back in that time you used to cling on a little bit. Yeah.
0: Yeah. I was oh yeah, I was on my own a lot. So I was always looking for like love mm. and someone to like look after me, some security. I was very insecure. I was very I had a lot go a lot of issues when I was younger, which I've sort of dealt with as I've got older. And obviously just becoming older and learning and self-help myself as such. But yeah, that I would say that was how we were, yeah, and how it was then.
1: I feel your nan to be a very, makes me feel quite emotional, actually. I feel like she was a very emotional person.
0: She was, yeah.
1: Um, and I know it sounds very generic, but your nan's Christmas was a Christmas. Yeah. Like it was a big Christmas. Big Christmas,
0: yeah. There not- was
1: no, it was like everything was, she comes from, your nan works hard.
0: Yeah.
1: Your nan did not rely on the grandparent, the granddad or the partner or the husband or whoever to, to go out and work and provide. Your nan worked as well as, did, your nan yeah. worked as well as having her own children.
0: She did, yeah. Do you understand
1: me? And I feel like it was very much about, I'm not sitting around being lazy.
0: Yeah.
1: I go out and I work. Yeah. Was she a seamstress?
0: Um, that, yeah, that runs.
1: And could she make curtains?
0: Probably, yeah. And
1: I don't know if there was a love of great Yarmouth.
0: Yeah,
1: yeah. Yeah, because she's shown me, you know, the famous, Um, I don't know if it's, is it there now, the rock shop? Do you know what I mean? Yeah. And you can go and you can watch the rock being made through the window and they're rolling the rock. Yeah. It's like that street in Yarmouth, city in yarmouth city town in the town yeah and you walk down and you go to the beach and it's at the, the yeah. end
0: but we yeah. yeah great yarmouth was the yeah well place. she
1: loved great yarmouth
0: yeah she did
1: yeah and i've got to say to you as well she passed peacefully she's very very proud of you very very proud of you Aww. but you beat yourself up about everything yes <laughs> yeah but recently, I think you've been looking back in your life quite a lot in your own head. Yeah, this last maybe this last few weeks more than ever.
0: Does she know we put go to see her and take flowers to her grave? And took Sienna to see her. Do
1: you know what she's shown me? Just as you've just as you've said that, she's shown me like a little windmill, so like a yellow sort of windmill thing that, that you know, like um.
0: There is. Th- I'm trying to think. put
1: by a put by a gravestone that, yep. that kind of blows around in the wind.
0: There is, but it's not on hers. It's next to hers. Oh, it's next to her. Someone's got one, and we always say, "Oh, we need to get."
1: Oh, you need to get <laughs> her one of them. Then show me <laughs> that. Yeah, yeah, she does. Of course, she knows.
0: Sienna tries to pick it up, and I have to tell her not yeah. to.
1: Yeah, because when you said to me, "Does she know?" I'm. Um, does she know we go there? She straight away showed me a little like yellow spinning windmill type thing and you know in yeah. the ground and yeah so she's highlighting that within the way that our loved ones come through and are around us and you say you've had dreams of her and of course you're going to because she's always there
0: yeah
1: but sometimes our loved ones back off a little bit because they don't need to be there 24 yeah. 7. There's instances in your life where you might be going through things you might be facing challenges you might be emotional depressed heartbroken mm-hmm. you could be the complete opposite and be really happy and they'll show up. It's just them letting you know that they're there. I think sometimes many of us have dreams and we think, oh, I've just imagined that. I tell you what, when you have a dream that is a visitation from a loved one, when you wake up the next day, you will know that that was an experience. You won't sit there and think, oh, I've just imagined that. Was they really there? You will know that they've come.
0: Thank you. No worries. Thank you. Oh my god, I can't believe John came through. It was giving me goosebumps,
1: Chris. And you're like, oh my god, I do just saying then, like, oh my god, I, I didn't want to cry. I don't. want I didn't
0: want to cry. No, I was really trying hard not to cry. Everything you said. I mean, you've never done a reading for me. I've want. I have wanted to do one, but I do get a bit scared because oh, it's no. when they come through. You're like, like oh. it's not
1: scary, is it? It isn't
0: scary. It's nice. It was. I was getting butterflies. And my stomach was going over. It's really weird. You get this like weird feeling in your tummy don't you because it feels like they're, they're here
1: I'm just really looking forward to people coming to so some of you that are listening to coming to see me in person and connect with me online and come on the podcast and have a reading and I just wanted to share a reading with you today so yeah thank you very team. thank you for bringing me your photo and letting me connect with your, thank
0: you your name. thank you You're so
1: welcome So if you would like to apply to come on the podcast, send me a text on WhatsApp to plus four, four, seven, nine, five, one, seven, three, eight, two, six, one. Send me your name, your photo and your questions. Like, I want to end on like um, a positive Positive quote quote or inspiration. Some inspiration. Um, I think
2: this year so far I've learned a lot about myself Um, and I, I love a quote. Uh-huh. I love a quote. I saw one the other day and I thought, do you know what? That uh-huh. is me yeah. right now. And I, something along, along the lines of, I'm so confident with what I bring to the table. I am not afraid to eat alone.
0: Love. And I love that. that. Lovely. I love it.
1: Oh, I love that. That is so... And do you know what? Jesse J has got this quote as well. And it's something like... If you are Mm. at a table and there's food, leave the table and don't tuck the chair in. Leave. Love that. Very silly, far away, inspiration.
0: Okay, so this is what I used to say I was like when I was younger, and it's quite a good quote for any age. And it's I'm selfish, impatient, and a little insecure. Make mistakes and I'm out of control. But if you can't handle me at my worst, then you sure as hell don't deserve me at my best.
1: Thank you. Thank you, Gum. Um, and as i said make sure if you want to join me on a future episode as from next week i'm going to be giving readings and inviting some of you on send me a text on whatsapp to plus four four seven nine five one seven three eight two six one and don't forget to send me a message on instagram which is chris riley psychic